Hello there, music teacher friends. Welcome to episode number 79 of the Beyond Measure podcast. This is me, Christina Whitlock, your anytime piano teacher friend, coming at you with your weekly dose of studio teacher solidarity. The point of today's episode is to help us make peace with aspects of our profession that sometimes feel in opposition to one another. So yeah, I'm talking about the fact that our work, our work is also an outpouring of our heart. I mean, you are well aware that there are aspects of teaching that we only do because we love it and because we love our students. Likewise, we don't stand a chance of lasting in this profession if we don't put proper boundaries around the work. (laughs) So in short, too much attention to one aspect over the other is ultimately going to lead to discontentment. Do you know why I titled this show the Beyond Measure podcast? I've never really discussed this, mostly because I thought it was probably pretty obvious, but just in case. (laughs) The phrase Beyond Measure appealed to me on many levels. Perhaps most importantly, It implies the gigantic heart that I have for this profession of ours. Words cannot come close to describing how much I love the music teaching profession. I hope you can tell. (laughs) My enthusiasm for this work and for the lasting impact that we have on society as music teachers, well, it's truly beyond measure. At the same time, the title holds another important meaning to me, as in, there is so much more to our work than the music. (laughs) So here on the podcast, I try to dig deep, going past the music, beyond measures, if you will, to help shine a spotlight on all the things that make us successful studio music teachers. So again, maybe that has been obvious all along, but as I was thinking about this week's episode topic, this balance of work and heart, it dawned on me that the title of this podcast itself demonstrates the intermingling of those two aspects. I just thought that was fun. (laughs) So anyway, how many times have you heard the sentiment that teaching is a work of heart? (laughs) Or one of the thousand other sentiments marketed to teachers on t-shirts and stickers and whatever else they want to try to sell us. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. It is a work of heart. (laughs) Teaching does require a sort of heart-first mentality. If you do not have a genuine love for people and for the art of education, well, music teaching is not probably going to work out very well for you. But 
Sadly, the teaching profession in general carries with it a long history of assumed sacrifice. No one knows this more than school teachers, right? (laughs) There has been this long-standing expectation for educators to work really long hours for relatively little pay. That these people should use their evening hours to do all of their grading and writing their lesson plans. That they should volunteer for committees and sponsor clubs and design field trips in all their spare time. (laughs) That they should be available for parental communications on early mornings and weekends or whenever their families need it. You know, these teachers are expected to spend their own money on supplies and programs, and that doesn't even begin to mention the ways that they help students who need basic needs met, like food and clothing. And as much as these exceptions are heaped on teachers in the public school system, I mean, I cannot even begin to compete with those expectations, but there are plenty of those ideas that kind of trickle down over into independent studio teacher land. There is a really big difference here, though. (laughs) Of course, we as independent studio teachers get to decide what kind of compensation we are receiving. We get to set parameters for when we are available for communication with studio families. And we are in charge of the boundaries in general that we set around our time. Now, those are really big distinctions. But I have to wonder, how many times do you feel guilty for doing so? (laughs) Be honest now. I suspect many of us harbor guilt from time to time over the idea of, I don't know, maybe it's raising your tuition or eliminating makeup lessons or refusing to answer emails on Sundays, (laughs) whatever it might be. After all, teaching is a work of heart, right? (laughs) Teaching music is our passion. So aren't we supposed to live, eat, breathe, and sleep music teaching? Well, the answer to that question might be a little complex. (laughs) I am the first to admit that I have a really difficult time turning off my music teacher brain. (laughs) I am constantly making mental notes of pieces that I want to assign to a particular student or emails I need to send or activities for the next group class that I want to try and... I mean, to top it off, my students have my heart. I adore them. (laughs) They are all conquerors of their own little worlds, and I am just so stinking proud of them. (laughs) So, because this work of mine occupies so much of my heart, I mean, I'm just supposed to let it run my life, right? (laughs) Isn't that just what teachers do? (laughs) Ha ha! Well, no. The answer is no. (laughs) Look, there is no denying that my studio teaching influences a huge part of my lifestyle. I mean, it impacts so many of our large decisions. 
I think back to when my husband and I were shopping for a new house a few years ago. You know, studio considerations were some of our very highest priorities. My teaching life impacts things, even silly things, just like what time we eat our meals or what activities my children can and cannot participate in. I mean, it even impacts on some level, like how I conduct myself in public. (laughs) My teaching influences my social circles, many of the books that I choose to read, our travel schedules, and I mean, all kinds of other things that I can't begin to list to you right now. But I know that you know exactly what I mean. And see, some of these things are inevitable. But do healthy teachers let their profession take over every aspect of their lives? (laughs) Absolutely not. You know that. (laughs) Because in the end, even though our heart is in our work, Our work is only part of our lives. It is truly only a fraction of who we are. I think it is really important to consider this message this time of year. Most of us have spent the last few months preparing for recitals and festivals and competitions and school talent shows and auditions and All of those things that take extra levels of our attention. Many of us are currently planning summer schedules and budgets and activities and also casting our eyes toward the next academic year. (laughs) We're revising policies, rates, the whole nine yards, right? So with all of these things in mind, my friends, I felt as though I really had a responsibility to remind you this today. You need to make your work worth it for you. (laughs) Do you hear me? You need to make your work worth it to you. You are allowed to do that. And you should do that. What does that look like? Well, first of all, you need to charge rates that are going to provide you with a comfortable lifestyle. (laughs) You also need to take time off throughout the year to regroup and recharge. You need to build a schedule that doesn't leave you feeling like you are missing out on everything. (laughs) You need to create boundaries for working hours versus personal time. And here's the thing. This is the really big thing, okay? None of this means that you are not a caring, genuine, loving music teacher. (laughs) I say this because I occasionally hear blowback from other teachers about how things like charging professional rates or, say, deciding not to offer makeup lessons, how this makes you kind of a heartless teacher, I know it's seen by some as a lack of compassion, and yet I stand here today assuring you that there are all kinds of ways to be a heart-led, compassionate music teacher who is also paid well and doesn't turn her life upside down every week by offering makeup lessons. (laughs) 
the care that you show your students has very little to do, actually, with financial implications of your business. And there are countless studies, I mean, not to mention a lot of common sense, that confirms educators are better and even more compassionate when their own needs are being met, when their schedules contain some sort of margin, and when they are living lives that reflect a variety of interests. Do you hear me, friends? (laughs) You will be a better teacher when you stop running yourself ragged, when you place boundaries around your working hours. Not only will your family appreciate these improvements, but so will your students. I fully realize that I am not telling you anything revolutionary here. In fact, I will confess that I usually get frustrated by resources who talk to me about how I need more margin and more time to rest. I mean, don't even get me started on the guilt-inducing term (laughs) self-care. You'll notice I don't talk about self-care on this podcast because the whole concept drives me nuts. (laughs) But that's another topic for another day. I just always feel like those commands come from sources who know nothing about my life. But here's the thing. I do know at least a little bit of your life. And I happen to think the hardest part of setting boundaries for music teachers is wrapped up in this idea that our work comes from our heart. And sometimes that gets lost in translation, and it leaves us feeling like we are supposed to sacrifice things that matter to us in order to prove somehow that we are operating our studios out of love. (laughs) It's just not the truth, friends. It's not. And so I am here today begging and pleading with you to recognize that work and heart are a beautiful combination when you allow them to hold their own proper space. But you are doing a disservice to everyone around you if you lean too far into one or the other, or if you allow yourself to be misguided into thinking that you have to sacrifice things that matter in order to keep your commitment to heart in play. That's just not the way it works, friends. (laughs) And so, before we wrap up today, allow me to send you off with a toast. Music teacher friends from all over the world, today I remind you that your work really is just that. It's work. It's a job. (laughs) And sure, I happen to think it's one of the best occupations on planet Earth, or at least it is for me, but I'm right with you in needing this reminder that we can be led by our hearts and still utilize boundaries and policies that provide us with the life that we desire. A contented life is going to make for an innovative, energized, compassionate music teacher. 
We can show care for our studio families in many ways without compromising our incomes or our schedules. I'm going to say that again. We can show care for our studio families in many ways without compromising our incomes or schedules. I say all of these things as I raise my glass to you, my giant-hearted music teacher friends. <laughs> here, here. Oh, thanks again for listening to episode number 79 of the Beyond Measure podcast, friends. I'm sure it's probably obvious that I have been doing a lot of reflecting on what I want my days to look like in this music teacher life. And with that said, I wanted to let you know that I am going to be limiting the number of consultation sessions I'm offering over the next few summer months. So I wanted to let you know that I will only be accepting four new consulting clients between now and August. So this past year, I have helped many clients work through rate increases, policy changes, recital planning, communication strategies, the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, and it's work that I absolutely love, but I want to make sure that I limit these spots so I can make sure I continue to do it well. So if you have considered signing up for a consultation with me, please do so quickly by clicking on the link in the show notes for this episode or send me an email at beyondmeasurepodcast at gmail.com and we'll work out the details. So thanks so much, teacher friends. As always, I wish you nothing but the best and I thank you for being here. Onward and upward to another week because ready or not, here it is. <laughs>